The Up With The Bonnets podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Unicorn Cleaning Services. They offer a range of facilities from domestic and commercial cleaning, which includes lets and Airbnb, and also offer ironing and laundry services. You can find a link to their website in our Facebook and Twitter bios. You can also reach them by visiting their Facebook page, or you can contact them by visiting their website, unicorncleaningservices.co.uk. Coming up on this week's episode, it's 7th Heaven for Dundee, and no, I'm not talking about a new lap dancing joint that's opening up in the city centre, I'm talking about Dundee's emphatic win against Hamilton on Saturday. Lyle Cameron, is he better than Messi? He probably is. Me and Paul will tell you why. We look around the results in the championship, and we'll also look ahead to Saturday's game against Arbroath at Gayfield. And as always, we'll finish it off with a nice delicious slice of the D archive. Hello and welcome to the newest episode of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. On a week when John Rankin promised he'd be pumping because he guided Hamilton to the SBFL Trust Trophy, the only thing that was getting shagged was his team on the Dense Park pitch. I'm your host as always, Daniel Smith, and again, with me is Mr Paul Gray. (laughs) Alright Danny, how we doing? Daft question. (laughs) <laughs> to say I'm doing fine would be an understatement. Slight one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking ecstatic. That's oh. swear words in the abundance and only about a minute in. <laughs> no, even but that. It's, it's good swear words. Yeah, yeah. They add to the, you know, the emotions and whatnot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on! Mate, that was absolutely fantastic on Saturday. Mm-hmm. The, Absolutely doing. It was. It was. What, what is it now? Thirty-three games in, and your prediction of a team getting a doing finally came true. Finally, finally. But your prediction was six 0 and it was seven 0 Thank fuck for that, because I never put six <laughs> 0 on. Kwame <laughs> <laughs> Kerr, you know. I'm, I'm pleased Kwame Kerr got his first goal for Dundee purely what? because I couldn't have you gloating this week on the pod. If anything, I'd be cheering on a Hamilton 8 to 9th minute goal just so that you can be like, I told you so. <laughs> we'll see if that did happen. My mate Bursay's Cooping would have came in, so he's still raging, but Hamilton didn't score. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor laddie. Oh, man. But, mate, what a result. Where did we start? Like, mate, I know I've been it's... saying that we've been going to do this, you know, give somebody a do in the entire season. But you know what? I'm just I'm I'm so happy it was Hamilton. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we um we did say last week. You you also had your prediction. I just said that we were going to beat them. I was so confident we would beat them, and also I was so confident Rafe would take something for Queen's Park, which they did, which we'll speak about down the line. Can't but wait. even going into the game, like I see my mate Simon Adamson when I was walking up, and I was like, mate, four 0 at least, and I'll tack four 0 and then when <laughs> half time came. It was already 4 0. It's like we just got full time. But thankfully, whenever, because we absolutely annihilated that team. Let's be honest, Hamilton were piss poor. They look like a team that are just going to be getting relegated. But that doesn't take away from the fact that we were superb. Mate, bang on. 
Yeah. That's Absolutely it. superb. We passed about. We played the game of football. That's it. <laughs> it just totally annihilated them. Passing, moving, even doing like, like you said, like, tri- like training ground stuff, triangles. Mm-hmm. Just ripping a hole out of them. Yeah. And you're right, Hamilton were shite. Emphasis on shite. But Dundee were brilliant. Take nothing away from Dundee. They just they, they ripped, them up, ripped them apart, spat them yeah. out. Brilliant, man. Just... And even, obviously, we've seen the game plan, so the team lineups were the same as last week. Yeah. Nobody can begrudge that at all. Go with the winning team. I can't remember the last time we went that, doing that route of having the same team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we did anyway, and it was paying off. And obviously, after uh, Zach Robinson went off, uh, he had a head knock, taken off precautionary, and led to believe that he's fine. So I think if, if, if he was taken off and it was fingered as a concussion, it's two weeks or something like that. Yeah, Somebody mentioned so. that to me. So yeah. that was only a precaution. So um, or that's three good. months if you're Kwame Kerr. <laughs> yeah, even though he, he went down hard in his arm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we were able to change the team a bit and change the way we were playing to an extent and still offered Hamilton nothing. And just, just keep it done. With it. Just run right, mate. That's it. Absolutely run right. And I think it might be you that put it up. Um, the last time that we scored seven was against Hamilton, was it? Like... No. Well, we've scored against Hamilton. Seven mm. goals, like 1987 or something yeah, like 87, that. 87, yeah, seen Aye. that, yeah. But so, I mean, when was the last time Dundee won 7 0? No. I was asked that, and that was something like against Clyde. Like that, that exact scoreline was against Clyde at Dens in something like 1949. <laughs> so you'd hate to be basically an octogenarian to actually remember it. Do you know what I mean? You'd have to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. What? Just, just everything about that performance. It was a complete performance. Mm-hmm. Every player. I mean, obviously, we'll speak about Cameron. Obviously, he's going to get the plaudits and probably rightly so, but... Every player, every player was bang on. Just that's what we we want, man. Not one bad performance in there. Mm. Now, Paul McMillan came on, wasn't his usual self, but still set up two goals. I know. Just Mulligan for me as well. He needs a mention. He's just, he's spectacular, him. Yeah. Yes. Yes. See when he's in the mood, he's, I would, I'd be shitting myself playing against him. Coming at you like that. Boy's incredible, like really is. It's just that—that's the Dundee that we we'll want to see, and that, and that performance for Marshall as well. That's the Marshall that we know he is, and he can be. Do you know what I mean? Just come on, let's just you know, um, just build on this now. That's mm-hmm. it. If that's the perform. That's the perform. We were going on about the the other week after we humped there. Like that's the performance we need to be at. They've upped it. They've upped it. I think with this performance. Do you know what I mean? So just build on it again. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's in them and they can do it. And I firmly believe, well, we'll speak about Arbroath there. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, mate. They've just got to keep the momentum going. That's it. That's, That's got all do. we've got to do. Keep the momentum going, keep picking up the points. And if we keep winning, we'll win the league. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, all we've got to bother about is what we are doing. Obviously, one eye on Queen's Park to see uh, mm-hmm. how they do. But yeah, we've just got to keep doing what we're doing there. We've changed it around. It's working. Let's not change it back to the way we played at the start of the year. 
up to mid-match or whenever it was one against the air. Can I remember that actual date? Let's not go back to that routine because it wasn't no. working. wasn't working. Absolutely, well, mate. The, the league was getting, no handed to other teams, but the teams were kind laid of... Laid on a plate. Yeah, yeah, laid on a plate. That's it. You're serving yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so See, the thing for me, like, I, I've, I know I've already said it, that I'm, I'm just, I'm absolutely delighted that it came against that horrible Hamilton team. You know what I mean? And I really hope Rankin and McKinnon had a horrendous journey back to their squalors. I really do. Ah, Darren McKinnon. I forgot that he was on the right bench. round them. The man who once tweeted me and called me a fat mess. <laughs> Get it, Runja, you wee dick. Hope he enjoyed that. In. Uh, if you're looking for any sympathy, Danny, you're not going to have for me. <laughs> I don't want sympathy. I can love you myself. It's just good to get up that wee... Oh. Prick. God, there is a lot of swearing in this one, eh? <laughs> right, let's tone it down a notch. <laughs> so this result, 7-0. It's our biggest ever win against Hamilton in all competitions. It's also Gary Boyle's biggest win as Dundee manager. It's the first team we've scored seven in a league match since 1996 of the 17th of December when we beat East 5 7 1 away from home. And it's our biggest league win since we beat Falkirk 8 0 at Brockville on the 22nd of January 1977. The man with the stats. And also, it's the, what was it again? The first time we've won by seven goals at home since. 9-2 against Mirren in 1964. Wow. That is for George Cran, so can't applaud it for that. Yoink. But also, Lyle Cameron is the new Dundee top goal scorer in all competitions with 12. I just, uh... And again, as George Cran put it in his paper, uh, the, he's the first non uh, non-score, the first non-striker since John Brown in the 80s to get a hat-trick. Yeah, yeah, seen that. Yeah, seen that. Someone else, like it's just, ah, uh, it's just, ah, uh, just. No words for him. I mean, what can you say about Lyle? That's probably not already been said. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's just, uh, he's it's, sensational. It's, it's, it's he's it's born speaking about how good he is. It is at times, you know, he's just he's electrifying, breathtaking. You know what I mean? He's just <laughs> most electrifying man on. In the championship, <laughs> yeah, there's just there's just no amount of superlatives that can fully describe how how brilliant he is. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And well, yeah, anyway. <laughs> well, since Paul's flinging at words, Ed, and again, the mean enough, we'll speak about the goals. <laughs> <laughs> or even better, once I can't say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've swallowed the dictionary today. Sort of little. Oh, Bill and Ben, what we like. <laughs> Wait, we'll, we'll quickly go over the goals because there were so yeah. many there were so Dive many in. Dive in. so Yakubiak opening and scoring in the 6th minute great crossing for Marshall him and Hannah worked well on the left mm-hmm. really well um, Ryan Sweeney a goal straight off the training ground we hit off a corner wait, hold on a wee sec I'm amazed that you didn't describe that uh, Yakubiak goal like he nestled it into the net I'm actually, I'm, all right, okay. You, you scored the punchline to the hat trick, <laughs> <laughs> and then Lyle Cameron got a goal. A lovely work for you, Mulligan doing the right, drawing it in. Brilliant. Just, and, um, just low and hard. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And then 
obviously minutes after that, I think it was the 47th minute before half time, uh, Luke McEwen got his goal, and I think it was Marshall with again lovely was. ball, lovely ball, and he couldn't miss. And mm-hmm. after half time, Lyle Cameron made a double. The first one was just fantastic play, just pass, pass, pass. Boom, back of the net. Second in, Annette with a lovely cheeky ball. And again, and it came from work um, Lyle Cameron was doing in midfield. Yep. Like he, like he's the second goal. Uh, a wee cheeky cross in. It was just like a wee dink. And oh. on Cameron said, and he hits it over the keeper into the goal. The weirdest man on the park. Hitting the ball in like that. Um, and then big Kwame Thomas, another header, 84th minute. Goals all over the park. I've got a negative. <gasps> we never gave them bastards 10. Right, okay, right, I'll let you off. Could have. <laughs> looking, mate, looking at the some of the misses we, we had. Mm-hmm. So, the goal chopped off as well, was there not? Chopped off. We had McEwen be a near miss on the, just after the, but just before the second goal, you yeah. had a Robinson miss as well. The ball just played right. He could, he should have buried that one. Um, Jakubiak was offside, and that was nineteenth minute. So this is, I mean, this is could have been about four five nil after twenty odd minutes. Easy. That's how, how much it was. Uh, McEwen again on the thirty fourth minute. And Kubiak in the 60th. They had McMullen had a chance in each half. <laughs> and also McGee had a great header as well that he probably could have done better with. So there you go. That is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight chances off the top of my head that could, it probably should, the majority of them went in the back of the net. Should have been double figures. Should, really should, have, been. should have been a cricket score. Mm-hmm. Yep. But again, we'll just say it again, that just shows how in control we were, mm-hmm. how much we, like you said, we were dominating them and just absolutely ragdolling them. It was a joy to watch, an absolute joy to watch. Yeah, and the round of applause at the end from the fans is night and day from the lack of applause from the Partick game just two home games ago. <laughs> yeah. The season has turned itself on the head for that game. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's like a different team. I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's just, just wee tweaks here and there. But see, for me, and it's kind of, I'm sure Boyer mentioned that right at the probably start of the season, or it's been mentioned that he likes his teams to be fit, mm-hmm. you know, like proper fit. And I think that's starting to show, I think. And it's kicking in right at the right time because we are just running teams ragged. Yeah. And, that, and yeah, let's just keep going, Matt. I was quite critical about well Boyer in, in total after the Partick game and since then he's shot my puss but one of the things that I, I was kind of criticising was the substitutions how we've got all these players here but none of them seem to make an impact when they get put on mm-hmm. but that was different on Saturday and fair enough we were 6-0 up I think at this point <laughs> but every <laughs> sub that came on came on and got stuck in I mean, he subbed on McMullen, two assists, you know what I mean? He yeah, subbed on I know that was Miami a forced one. But... Goal, do you know what I mean? Yeah, a forced one, yeah, sorry. Mm. but um, Yeah, no, you're totally right, mate. Absolutely bang on. It just, on like... night. <laughs> it just seemed like that uh, that depth that you get with a substitute bench like that, that come on and make a difference, was there. So you've, you've took out all these players that have contributed, you've put these players on, 
and they weren't just coming on to waste minutes, they were coming on to, to get another goal, which they did. Get their name on the score sheet. What was that? Get a wee really, booty bonus. <laughs> really, really happy We just the way things have panned out the past two games. Been brilliant, but it's not even just this, like the Dundee performances, it's the things that have been happening around us, mate. You know, I mean, other games. Yeah, it just still seems to be. I no jinx now. Yeah, falling into place again. Mm. There's still what seven, six games. Six. Six. Yeah. yeah. Still a long way to go, but if we keep this up, if we keep this up and playing like that, we'll wipe we'll wipe the floor with every mm. team in that league. If we play like that, mate, we will see. This is going to be my only gripe. Why weren't we playing like this at the start, start of the season? Do you know what I mean? I know things take time to, you know, fit into place and whatnot. But like, just even a game off the top of my head, the Inverness game at Downs, the one-all match, um, when we should have have been out of sight before half-time. You know what I mean? It's just, Mm. we games like that, we we could have been home and dry. See, we played half as good as that, mate. Like, we could have been home and dry by now. Mm -hmm. I mean... It's just a case of the, the few wee tweaks that he's made... Like you could be Akin Robinson up top, like two strikers. It's it's shown him now that that is that is his team. Yeah, definitely. I know. It, it could very well be the case of which most people would probably stick with is no. I want to play these players. I want this position. I want this formation. And as somebody that wants to implement that, you're going to try and stick with it as long as possible to see it to see mm-hmm. if, it, if it blossoms. But obviously, hasn't he? And now he's realised that. This is what's. This is what clicks. This is the way the team play. This is the way that the team flourish. Yeah, and that is it. Mm-hmm. Again, Danny, you're absolutely bang on. But I'd, I like. I'd like to think that. And I mean, I know we've kind of said that Boyer could be stubborn in his ways. That's kind of what it's came across like. But I'd, I like how he's adapted and went. You know what? Let's tweak this. Let's tweak that. And look what's yeah. happened look, look what's yeah. happened like it says we've we've absolutely scudded two teams on the bounce now really so the air one was just like it says I, I just that for me was just that's the best performance of the season but this mm-hmm. one here that's like it says earlier it's just took it up a notch let's go up another notch do you know what I mean mm-hmm. that's it it's just coming away from that game and seeing obviously the results elsewhere results and elsewhere I'm just thinking oh, this is is this kind of Mm-hmm. Is, it, is, it, is it starting to happen? Mm, could may well be. Mm. I'm just glad there wasn't a there, like, you know what I mean? Just got absolutely gutted there. Eh? But I did watch it, you know what I mean? On my stream, yeah. That I That's was what... paid for and that. You know. That's what you get for taking a Saturday job, mate. I can know, but I'm off next Saturday, so I'll get to that, bro. Yeah. So that'll yeah. Do. yeah. But, I mean, there's. There's nobody you can actually be negative towards in this know that we're looking for negatives but everything is positive that's <laughs> what I'm trying to say the typical yeah. Dundee fan always looking for a negative man do you well, know what I mean positive is like well there's no negatives eh so um... <laughs> we've won 10-0 but you know what I've, uh, you know that pie at half time you know that really annoyed me <laughs> I mean it's just you know you're looking for something to moan about but that, see for me can't moan about that at all at no. all like it no. says every player every player did their job and it was just a, it was just a proper team, proper <laughs> team effort. Do you know what I mean? Like it says with Marshall, Marshall, best game he's had this season by a country mile, and that is the level that I want him to be at. You know, I want to see him playing like that because he's good enough to do that. 
He's balling for the first goal, mate. It was sumptuous, beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was begging to be just knocked home. And then he's ball over the top for uh, McCowan. I, I ripped that defence apart. It was like the, it was like there were statues. Yeah. See that? See after their fourth goal. Who's? Oh, well, after their yeah. fourth goal. Our fourth, first, fourth goal. Yeah, our fourth goal. They, their players were just on the deck. Yeah. And it wasn't even half time yet. I, it was I like they were already in the dressing room. I turned into old man and went, they're there for the taking. This is a we didn't score any more goals in this. I will be disappointed because yeah, yeah. I'm running for the goal difference. Yeah, yeah, mate. I was thinking the same because the longer the second half went on, and I was like, "We're not going to score here, are we? This is shite." <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, for the first oh, ten minutes, it just seemed like we were a team that knew the game was won. We didn't have to push for sales. And to be honest. Hamilton never done nothing to worry us and then we just kind of upped the tempo again I mean they did take that chance that the boy went clean through and mm. basically juggled the ball in between his legs and I thought he was going to deck it and that was the only yeah. chance they had mate I can't even mind that I can't, I can't really remember them being in our half at all that really few, I mean, few just, between men it's just mad madness like that actually reminded me of an ex-missus you know she was she used to kick off every 10 minutes and fumble near the end. Well, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, but there's nothing that can be said anywhere about this game that Nibis already said on Facebook, Twitter, WhatsApp messages, and and what we've just said there. It was just absolutely fantastic. Terrific. I think we should wear purple. I think we should wear purple more often. Any, I'm, I'm, I'm no superstitious man, but if we didn't wear that next week, we're getting beat. <laughs> I think we'll be able to wear that against our bro for their maroon. You never know, might be kit clash, you know. But uh, nah, brilliant. What? But it's just, it, it was just brilliant. You were, you were just, just on a high. You know what I mean? On a high, I could I could only imagine what it was like after leaving. Uh, you know, after a full time whistle, leaving, everybody's faces would have been cheesered. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I mean, there, just was, brilliant. there was loads of kids at the game mm-hmm. obviously they had the deal on which was a great deal if you were able to afford games uh, yeah. there was loads of kids there I think it was a fiver type for yeah. them to get in and walking past the main stand walking up towards the Clippy Road they were all just running about singing class it was, it was, it was like 20 of them but it was, it was great to see that's um, what you want Exactly, exactly. That gets, I mean, them, that gets them hooked, you know, yeah. that gets them in, right, yep. that, I'm a D, you know what I mean? They'll be bad school on Monday, probably trying to sing a song around, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's fucking class. Yeah, class. I would like to see the club, like, I'd like to see the club kind of go doing this ticketing uh, price for the rest of the home games. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of people in the Shankly, we've opened up the stands for the fans, there wasn't a lot, what, 60 most? Mm-hmm. But, Hopefully, the way that Dundee played there and seeing that scoreline, if we can keep up this ticketing price, then you'll, you'll see a lot more people coming in. Um, maybe not for the Rift game, the, the Rift game. I think they'll take a good crowd with you, so they'll be in the Shankly. But for the other, was it two, Morton Cove? Mm-hmm. Let's just let's try and get as many fans in. That's um, it. I think it was just over 500, and there was about... 100,000 fans, uh, 5,000, <laughs> and um, your cousin's going to love that. He's going to be having a go at us on Twitter, forget a mother. Unlikely. Yeah. Unlikely. Um, but 
So you're looking at what an extra what four five hundred on the gate for Dundee if you look it's at good. Average, it, it was good. So I think that's good. But see, see for me, I mean, the old boy was speaking about this today. Actually, there was about I think it was well over four thousand, just probably under five thousand at the Dunfermline Kelty match. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? We we should have bit, more uh, there. We should have more there. Them, is it no? It was so <laughs> fuck. together. So fuck. But we should have more than that. We, we should have more than 5,000, man. Come on. But performances, yeah, stay this way. That, that number will rise. That will. That mm-hmm. will. And I'm hoping to uh, obviously bring my uh, an, uh, somebody with me to the uh, Wraith game, who's an Arab. He's an avid listener of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Did he hear that a team was getting seven and thought I'm missing out? Exactly. I go to that game. <laughs> That's it. That is exactly it. <laughs> Yeah, looking forward to that. You wanted to go see a team that actually gives seven to other teams. Exactly. A team that actually wins. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, well. But we will look at the scores. So, Patrick Fussell pumped Cove 5-0, which, I mean, Pep Hartley's Cove <laughs> Hartland in that league. It's um, a run-of-the-mill run defeat for Cove. Yeah, they looked about a couple of months back like they might just have enough uh, well uh, a good enough start to keep away from Arbroath and Hamilton um, but it looks like they are going to be destined for the bottom two um, Cali 1-2-1 away to Morton and the big result it was 2-0 Riff against Queen's Park which meant the table now looks like we are one point behind Queen's Park five goals better off and with a game in hand yeah, beauty. Is it too soon to get a little bit excited? No. Absolutely not. Like me and you, you know, we kind of we do tend to sit on the fence, you know, uh, try not to get ahead of ourselves, but uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Like, um, I really am. I mean, that, that game, that Wraith game, we maybe said it last week, that Wraith would win. Loads of people were had that same feeling. You know, you've seen loads of people speaking about it. But everything in that game as well went our way. They fucking missed a penalty. They got a boy sent off. You know what I mean? It was just... It was brilliant. I know. It's, it's absolutely it's, brilliant. They've the they shat it. They have shat it. I'm saying it. Fuck it. Queens have shat it. The run that they've been on. So they've been top since the 2nd of January, and that's two defeats on the bounce. It's, yeah. That's going to affect you. Mm-hmm. I think it is. I, de- I definitely think they've shot the bed. Like, and it feel for me. See, for me, it feels like we're now on the ascendancy, whereas they're on the decline. I'm saying it. We've only got a hope. We've only got a hope because even this week coming up, they've got a hell of a match. Um, so the, the list of championship games this week on Tuesday night, the Rafe take on Hamilton, but the big one. Uh, before your game, obviously, against Arbroath at Gayfield is Partick versus Queen's Park, which is on TV, I think. I think it might be. I think it is. I think so, it is, yeah. I think they were chosen for that one. So that's, I mean, if Partick get a point or a win in that one, we go into the game against Arbroath knowing we just need to win and that's us top of the league. It's massive, absolutely massive. It's huge. It's absolutely gargantuan. Mm-hmm. Gargantuan. We'll see, then, we'll see. I know, because if you get into that position and you've still got the game in hand, you're then you're then thinking, we can go with four points ahead of them here. Come on! I know. 
Oh, mate, you're doing a wee bit excited. It's a wee bit. <laughs> so the other games in the championship, Air Morton, Hamilton Cove and Inverness against Rafe. But the only one that matters to us is, well, Arbroath. Arbroath, yeah, definitely. But I would just like to say again, I'm, you know what, I'm going to make a prediction. I think Paracle, Paracle gave them a scudding as well. I think they will. Paracle have gone a good wee run. Do you know what I mean? With Patrick hit that the day shite than good, shite than good, and it looks mm-hmm. like they're hitting the, the good stage. Come on, boys. Hopefully. Do Hopefully. a wee favour. Another wee favour. That'd be magic. Minx. Before we start speaking about other stuff, I know we said I get quite bored speaking about this player, about how good he is, but let's just speak about Lyle Cameron. Let's just go back and speak about him. Oh, mate, he's just... Uh, I'll let you start... Again, I just, I've never seen a player this young passing the way he passes. <laughs> Frightening, eh? If for a good wee while, he was getting, the, the Hamilton hatchet men came back out mm. and just started hammering him. But what did he do? Just got up and just kept playing his game. He just, he, he got a bit of the rough treatment and he gave them a hat trick in return. Exactly. Like, try and kick me off the pitch, I'll play off the pitch. Mm-hmm. That's it. He's just... I mean, even for his third, the way he picked the ball up in the middle of the park and he just glided past two boys, just like in between them, just like, see ya. Mm-hmm. And then just again, ghosted into the box. And when he was, you know, getting interviewed, like, um, you know, he gets in the right place at the right time. It, I mean, yeah, that's probably trained and he's worked at it, but it's like a pure natural ability to him. I mean, it just looks like it's just so natural. It's just gifted, mate. Because he's no, he's not even like one of those players that do your fancy step overs or kind of like Rabone flicks or he's not anything like that. Pure FIFA skills. He just he gets the ball and he gets his pass, moves on, gets in, always looking for that like colour pass or just sliding it through. It's for his age. I, I, I can't emphasise enough what a talent we've got on our hands here. So you think for me as well, he gives his all every single game. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he's passing and that's incredible. The way he picks out boys, just he just seems to do like the... just He just plays the game the way it should be played. Do you know what I mean? And, it's just, mm-hmm. and we're seeing him learn every week because mm-hmm. when he first came on the scene, he was doing fantastic, but he was passing and it wasn't meeting a man or it was can go into an opposition player. There was a lot of that, but you can let that slide because he's a person, he's a player that's learning his trade. Mm-hmm. But the past few weeks, you're just seeing, you're not seeing a lot of that now. He's no. learning. And he's, and only be, he's only been in the team for a season. It's no. He's only knocking out the, the it's bad saying mistakes because you don't want to, it's something like he's he's causing like goals up, but it's, it's like mistakes are, he's misplaced a pass here, there, there, there. That is slowly, slowly eradicating from his game. Because he's learning from it. That's it. That is it. I mean, me and Oldboy are speaking about him today. And you remember that Remember that game against Dunfermline he played? And he was absolutely stinking. Remember mm-hmm. that? And, and, people yeah. were, and people were writing him off there and then. And I probably was myself going, like, nah, he's not good enough. He's not good enough. But you wonder how many players that have came through the youth that have had that one shitey performance in front of the fans and then we've never seen them again. But he's like the pure polar opposite. He's just went, yeah, that was a shite performance, but I'm going to better myself. And mm-hmm. he has, and he's just come on leaps and bounds. I mean, see, for me, he's an unbelievable talent, but his talent is just 
it's like a speciality. You know what I mean? He's just got that ability to like exceed in different situations. He's just if the game's yeah. not going his way, he adapts to it and makes it go yeah. his way, and he, and he runs with it. If he can see someone he can exploit, he fucking goes for it. He's just ah. What about when he missed the penalty and then still scored that game? Never let he's never put his head down. He's not fair that he, he stepped up to take a penalty in the Scottish Cup game. Fair enough, he missed that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully he's working on these penalties. I know. But again, yeah. goes into the next game, wants to take a penalty, misses it again, but goes and scores. Yeah. How many players would let their attitude just like go? I mean, yeah. their he's confidence just... would just dwindle, but no, I know him. No. I'm saying it, mate. We've only seen the tip of the iceberg, we Lyle. Bang on. Listen, see, bold, might be bold statement, but the way you've been speaking, it's probably not going to be a bold statement, but he is, <laughs> I mean, obviously I've been going to Dens, well, that's 30 years, basically, but um, he is head and shoulders above mm-hmm. any youngster I've seen at Dens, figuratively except, speaking, obviously. Night, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he is. He is. He's just, like I said, or like a tweet I put out, you know, Real Ferdinand, give him the contract, put his numbers on it and let him sign it. Fucking do it. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I will, I will absolutely dread it if he's, you know, goes elsewhere. But with performances like that, there's going to be people watching him. That's, yeah. that's, that's an absolute given. Um, if somebody's looking right, who's the top goal, top midfield goal scorer in the league or something? Uh, oh, Lyle Cameron Dundee. Go <laughs> we watch him, see what he's like. It, it'll happen. He will be getting scouted. Mm-hmm. I hope his I, I just hope his head doesn't get turned. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, really he damn. seems like he seems like he's got his feet on the ground door. He does, mate, he, he does. does. Look like it. Even taking the applause at full time, like all the players go around the stands, but he seems quite shy, yeah. and he stayed in the centre circle. Um, he, he, he applauded the stands, obviously, but um, you just thought, mate, I'd be lap, I'd be Ravenelli shirt over the head running <laughs> about. He just, he just looks down to earth and just wants to get on with the game. That's it. I mean, when Kenny Crawford's interview with him, and he's like, you know, is he, so you're going to go out and celebrate and that? And he's like, ah, I've just get some food in or something. I'll just get takeaway, you know. Didn't really go out and drink much. And I was just like, this is fucking class. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's, like it says, I know I've spoke to people about him and they're, they're like, after he's training, he's straight to the gym. Do you know what I mean? Doesn't go out on the bevy. He's just, as, as he is just wanting to make himself the best footballer he possibly can. And you've hit the nail on the head with him ironing out like these wee chinks or these wee errors because they're becoming few and far between now. He's just, yeah. I, 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 I didn't get the word to use. I know I was saying like electrifying and breathtaking and all this, which is true, but there's I just can't think of the exact word that, to describe him. Generational, probably. <laughs> The, the thing when you when you do think about him playing is if we do go up we'll have to protect him he will need to get the midfield that just absolutely bullies other midfields because you have yeah. to let him like you'll need to have a free roll because his height boys are just going to target him even next season the way this even if we're still in the championship next season boys will still start targeting him purely because they can how good he is so I think going forward that's one thing Boyer might have to be looking at is right and you get boys around him a hatchet man him all costs, yeah yeah just, get him there, just kicks the living lumps out of boys um, and let him refrain from refrain from 
swearing there. So, um, it's mate, it's like like that Barcelona back, in, well, not back in the day, only a few years ago, but like Busquets, Iniesta, <laughs> Busquets, Iniesta. You know what I mean? It was just Iniesta's just saying, wonder we can tempt him out of retirement. Yeah, you never know. You never know. But that that's you need somebody there like that Busquets player that would just to pick up loose balls, protect your team, and just put boys in the fucking stand. As you can probably tell, we absolutely love Lyle Cameron. <laughs> yeah, just give him that fucking contract. Right now. Right now. Right now. Um, I see even Mulligan coming and playing right back. A few games, he's going to go into the groove. Again, he's coming up against an absolutely awful Hamilton side. But these boys are still taller than him, look, look more physical than him. And he's just running at them. He's defending. He's getting in about them. We like, kind of spoke about him playing right back and didn't think he was a right back. No. But the past few games, again, he's played more. He's learning. Learning mm-hmm. new positions. He, I think he played right back for Peterhead. Again, it's lower opposition. Yeah. Uh, no disrespect, but it is. But he's came up to the championship. Had a few games there. Never looked good. Playing on the right wing a wee bit. Looked much better. But now he's been playing right back. He's adapted. He's learning, mm-hmm. and that's only good because again, we've got like ourselves a wee utility player that can play right back, right midfield, and sometimes just in the middle. up in the middle. Yeah. So, seeing these players learn, the youngsters, seeing them come on leaps and bounds. To be honest, this season, that's what you want. Let's yeah. just let them slip through our fingers here. No, nah, no, mate, hundred percent. But you remember when he was at Peterhead and Ferry was saying that he was a Rolls Royce player, and then when he came at Dundee, and you were kind of like, mm, is he? But then again, he's adapted, he's learned, he's progressed. That's it. I mean, the first game, the, the part of the game at Dens when he played right back, I thought he was kind of no man's land a lot of the time. But then the part of the game at, at, for Hull, he was brilliant. Like, he was brilliant. And in this game, he's he's another player. That's another player that's just took it up a notch, showing everybody what he is, what he can be. But that's yet another player that, we we cannot let them go, and we cannot no. let them go for fucking pennies, mate. He he is, and the thing that mate, I know you're saying that the players are a lot physical than him, mate. Mulligan is solid. You can see him. He's huge. He is mm-hmm. a man. And right, okay, Lyle Cameron might be small, but he's fucking solid as well, man. See the little muscles on his legs. See when he was doing the woman James McPake's woman celebration, the muscles on the boy, solid, <laughs> absolutely solid, man. They, they, they guys have got it. They've got their. It looks like they've got their heads switched on, feet on the deck, and just be the best player that they possibly can. And the longer it's at Dundee, and we get to see them. I'll be happy. Like because it looks like we've got a good nucleus of youth players in the team. Mm-hmm. So on Saturday, you also had um, Lyle Carmen starting and Josh Mulligan, two players who really hope are going to be there next season. Also on the bench, you had Finlay Robertson, who seems like he's been ruined <laughs> dead spot for, for forever, but he's still a young boy. And again, when I've seen him play this season, there's something different about him. Mm. It just seems to be players that are playing the, the position better, or it's one of those as well that they can't really take the gamble and give him a game just now because it's so high stake. Because um, I think we tried to give him a, a shot against Abruf, and then Williamson was sent off early doors and... Mm. Fucks up at the game plan, doesn't it? Yeah, so no, he, he didn't. He never got grasped his chance, and um, also you've got Sam Fisher 
who came on as mm. well, a player that who has looked quite good since coming back and who also got quite a lot of applaudits well at Dunfermline. So there's what five players all that you think we, we keep them here. We've got a team that like we've got young players here that are just going to get better and they've came through the ranks at Dens. I think Cameron spent a lot of time across in the ranks at Paradise before coming to Dens, but <laughs> other ones, yeah, they've okay. won. Yeah, I've heard a few stories about that, um, mm. about them letting, letting them slip through their fingers. But we've got players that have come through the ranks at Dents. And this is what we've been waiting to see for a while. I know, man. It's just... It's, Let's just we'll lose them. Nah, I mean, see see the thing, even for me with Fisher, I mean, he's had a lot of stick, or I've seen people giving him stick. Uh, but again, he's another, you know, obviously, he's a young laddie. But if he... he See even if he wants a wee bit of inspiration and he should just look at he should watch Lyle Cameron's match against Dunfermline when he was stinking and then watch him now and go that's the improvement you could make if you really want to go for it. Yeah. He could be another player, like I really yeah. do. I really Let's do. not forget Paul as well, like Fisher was put it right back when he made his return to Dens. Yeah. Um but he's been playing centre back for Dunfermline. And I do believe he's more of a centre-back than right-back. So him getting put in that position, a league above of what he's been playing, it was always, he was always going to be trying to find his feet. He's, he's going to yeah. miss time passes. He's going to um, forget that the player he's playing on has got a few yards of pace on him or something like that. He was going to make mistakes. I mean, we've all seen like the the performances he put in were solid. But there was bits you think, you can do better there, there, there. But he was as he was playing, um, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, like you see, he only just has to look at Lyle Carman and say, like, oh, I'm going to make mistakes. He never, he's not had a bad game yet for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good thing. That's the main he thing. Just that... only improve. And we know he can, because even the, the League Cup game at the start of the season against Hamilton, he played centre-back and he had the boy... Um, Ryan. Ryan, yeah. Andy Ryan, Ryan yeah. had him in his back pocket. Andy oh. Ryan was absolutely fuming at that game yeah. because Fisher was just doing everything like a seasoned centre back was doing, was just like haggling him and like maybe we kicks at the heel. Again, okay, that's what you do as a centre back. Oh, yeah. But also, when it came to actually uh, defending, he was just getting that bar. He was getting nothing, not even a sniff. Exactly. I mean, that's, there's a good. We nucleus there, you know, young players like, um, but we say it all the time, just don't let them go for fucking pennies. Mm-hmm. If we're going to go, then it's for a good fee, like. Yeah. Because you can see, you can see. I mean, might again, might be getting ahead of myself, but I mean, even just just Mulligan and Cameron, you could see them if they continue on this pro- like trajectory that they're on in terms of development. They could go right to the top, like. Mm-hmm. Love them, eh? Love them, eh? Absolutely <laughs> love them. Feel we tear my eye. Proud, <laughs> like <a> proud dad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. looking, at, looking at other positions in the team, uh, Ashcroft got his head bandaged up again. Yeah, oh, he's, just, guy. he's just in the wars, isn't he? Yeah. Love him, eh? Love him. No fear. He's no going fear. home that many times with bandages that like he's probably telling his kids that he shot Hitler or something, Ken. <laughs> Yeah, people used to granddad used to say that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, Danny. Wow, you are on fun tonight. Sorry, <laughs> 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 Need a beer, that's what it is. 
And obviously we've seen um, the Jack and Zach linking up brilliantly until obviously Robinson had to go off. But even him going off, <laughs> I was like, we've won this game. And uh, honestly, it never bothered me. Sometimes you think, I might see performances dipped, but you just knew that we were just going to keep hitting them. So like you say, you kind of just single out Cameron in that middle of the path called Mulligan on the right. You've got to turn around and say to like the, the front two, the defence, like say Marshall, McGee as well. Yeah. McCowan, how are we forgetting McCowan? McCowan again. Brilliant. I mean, like I say, you could, you, you could go through that entire team. Mm-hmm. Tell man they were absolutely tremendous. Yeah. And, I, and, and I know I'm sounding like a broken record when we took it up a notch, like we took it up another notch of this game. Let's just keep going. I think there's a few more notches to go, like, till we actually, like, hit the peak. You can probably look at the match ratings and see, like, nines, eights, sevens scattered about the place, and then I'll go to Legsden, single, it'll be like five or four, never touched the ball. <laughs> I think he got seven, actually. Yeah, seven. <laughs> yeah, do think he had a save to make. What, what did they put down? Is it spoke well? <laughs> yeah, probably commanded his box or corners, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or fucking yeah. He, he was good at giving out instructions. <laughs> <laughs> thoroughly oh. deserved. Thoroughly deserved. <laughs> but we'll move on from that game. We spoke about it long enough. Long, oh. maybe not long enough, but um, about it longer. Right? We've got a certain amount of time. But we will jump right into this Saturday's game at Gayfield against the rejuvenated Abruf. We've been loving the fact that Abruf have won the last two games against Queen's Park and then oh, Air. Yes, that was yeah. Air. Um, first and third. And now they take on second place Dundee. Let's hope that they are running from <laughs> flounders. Well, that's it. And I think somebody somebody made a great point. It was like their win against there. I think it was their first win at home since October. Mm-hmm. Since when they beat Hamilton, so see for me, I'm just glad they got it out of their system. Then. <laughs> yeah, normally when it's Dundee rolling into tune and you've no won a game <laughs> in about seven, eight months, you can bet your your first that's going to be us. <laughs> exactly, absolutely, mate. I just, I mean, I watched the game. I watched the game, mm-hmm. and I thought, I mean, I thought our both were good, but I think, I think the thing with our both, I thought they kind of lured air into like a false kind of sense of security. You know, after after Arbroath scored, Air were just hitting everything at them, you know, going from the left, going from the right. And it was like Arbroath were panicking, just kicking it the way they were facing, you know, just getting yeah. rid of it. But then after that, like, Air tired and had no ideas. They'd run out ideas. They'd played it down the left, the right, the middle. They'd done everything, but they weren't getting through. And then all of a sudden, Arbroath just, they just, they took it up a gear last 15, 20 minutes. And they were on the attack wanting to get, you know what I mean? It was just, they're going to be tough, mate. They are going to be I'll, tough. They are going to frustrate us. I'm under the illusion that they'll be tough. And like you said there, the, the position they're in in the league is, so their game plan in most games against teams above them will be weather the storm, let the other team get frustrated. Like you say, against the earth, they end up like losing, uh, running out ideas. That's and it then just like hit them on the attack that'll that'll be the game plan i believe that is the game plan 100 percent. so the best thing for us is uh, for the dundee team is just don't get frustrated do what you're doing and even if it is normal at half time just keep doing what you're doing then you start like trying to do fancy stuff like oh my my pass there never worked so i'm going to try a 50 yard pass or get any stuff like that just keep doing what you're doing and the goals will come that's it and just keep it tight. That's 
score. That's all you got to do. See, the thing for me, it, it, I think if we score first, I, I think that'll be game over. Mm-hmm. I, I genuinely do. Um, if they score first, uh, we've yes. got a different situation on our hands. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like he says, going by that air, air threw everything at them, kitchen sink and all, the whole lot, but just ran out of ideas and then eventually tired. So I think for us, we, we get the goal. But see, see for me, right, I was at the... The last one, uh, when was it? It was October. It was the start of October. We played them one all match. Our strikers in that game were Sheridan and Ruddin. Now it's Robinson and Jakubiak. And see, for me, that's the difference. Yeah, we've got boys who, not that you expect to score, but Can if they get the a chance of get a sniff at the goal, then they're unlikely going to get a goal. Rodden and Sheridan, yeah, you just never had that with them. And to be honest, defenders could probably easily defend against them because mm. they know what type of players they are. Robinson and Jakubiak get the ball. They run at players. They're, they're taking on players. Strong, you see Robinson, he looks like the ball's sticking to his feet. Yeah. And he's going past boys and passing that into Jakubiak. And Jakubiak, another boy who has came in leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. I guess that season, I was wondering why he was still at Dents. And now I see why. Like, fair enough, it's too two years for it to, to happen and also injuries play a big part of that but yeah. we've, we've kept them there and he's shown it now we've got two strikers who can cause havoc in anybody's def- defence in this league mm-hmm. and also they seem to hate this link up play that is uh, even though they've only, played together, yeah, they've only played together like twice now three times or two and a half games or actually if you add all the minutes together maybe only two games yeah it's, uh, it's it's brilliant it's, it's never a bad time of the season to get two players who link up like that and who are big physical strikers or just bully boys yeah. so that's what we put out the same team that we have the last two games I'm, I'm, I will be confident of a Dundee win but it will be a hard game it's definitely going to be a hard game. Looking forward to it. Like I, I, I think there'll be a big crowd. Definitely, especially after the last two performances of Dundee and them. You know what I mean? I think it'll be a bumper crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I must say I'm looking forward to it. Like, but I mean, I mean, after the Arbroath game in your Arbroath Air match, and uh, it was the goal. One of the goal scorers, that David Gold, he got interviewed, and he was like, "They'll be fighting for every point they can get," which you can guarantee that do you know what I mean mm-hmm. but um, it'll not just be every point it's going to be every tackle every second ball you know any extra yard they, they'll be after it so yeah. th- th- for me and, and I've said it before but we get the first goal I, t- I can firmly see us giving them an absolute fucking humping as well yeah the thing, Arbroath, <laughs> the thing with uh, Arbroath is the, the Coven Hamilton play that same day so they will be thinking that a win for them could potentially move them six, seven points clear of the the, the bottom of the player spot. So they will be looking. They, they'll, they'll be going out for the win. They'll, they'll, not be sitting, they'll not be sitting back here. This is a golden opportunity for them to not put their championship status uh, in, in jeopardy. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, not... not cement it in place but basically near enough they'll lay the foundation for it there we go um, yeah, yeah. It's, that would be a, a great time for them so I, I can't see Dick Campbell sitting back but I do feel that with the team that we have got and that we have put out the last couple of games 
we've got to be going for this. Yeah, hundred percent, absolutely hundred percent. Um, and mm. I, I just yeah, I'm, I'm choking for the game. Eh? Absolutely choking for it. Cannot wait. Can't wait to go yeah. through. The old boys even like. I think we should get the earlier bus through. I'm like, <laughs> no problem, Dad. <laughs> no, <laughs> no problem at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, nah, I look forward uh, to that. It's sure to be a, a good old slobber knocker. Is <laughs> 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 that slobber knocker? Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. That's it, mate. Brilliant, love it. Yeah, three, four nil Dundee. I'm telling you. I, I can't. I'm going to go for a Dundee win. Okay. I can't know. Like the past, the last week and the week before, I've said we've got to win our games. I can't turn around now and say it's going to be a draw. It's got to be a win. Dundee Park double. Got to be a win. Yes, be amazing. Um, Paul, it's that time. The archive. Wait, hey, here we go. So some more. corkers today, like this. Yeah. Not really, but. Fucking yeah. <laughs> great, right? I'll just disconnect. See you, mate. Speak to yourself. Well, <laughs> I'd like to say we have put up a lot of videos on the YouTube channel. I think since last month, there's something like 70 went up. <laughs> I just added one. loads there. Um, have a wee I'm, look. I'm amazed you're not divorced yet. She's just glad to get time of laughing me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Peace and quiet. <laughs> and there's that programme on E4 about like Australia like getting married to strangers or something like that. Okay, oh, just God. watching that, so just happy enough to get rid of me, yeah. So what a load of tripe. Aye. Yep. She probably says the same about what I'm doing now. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Mine does. <laughs> <laughs> We will start on the 3rd of April, surprisingly. <laughs> it was 1968. We played FC Zurich away from home and won 1-0 in the Intercity's Fair Cup quarter-final second leg. So we'd obviously won the first leg 1-0, got into the semis, who we then get drawn against Leeds United. Ah. Uh, but hey-ho. These things happen. Yeah. The 4th of April, it was 2018. It was a nil-nil draw against Celtic at Parkade, but I think back to that game and it was a massive result uh, purely because of relegation. It kind of, it was a game we never expected to get anything from and it kind of settled you a wee bit. Okay. If you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just, oh, well, maybe be all right here. I'm over. Thank God. So, yeah. The 5th of April. Wally Faulkner turns 57. Hey. Who are Faulkner? Happy birthday. The 6th of April. It was 2021, so no too long ago. It was a 3-0 win away to Air United. Anderson, uh, Afalabi and Mick, Mick Gowan. I was going to say Mick Gowan, but he played for Air at the time. Uh, <laughs> they all scored goals in the second half. And I've, I remember that because I think it was the best performance of the season for us. And it also put us joint second with Rafe on 36 points. Mm. So we'd be kind of floundering fourth, fifth, sixth or whatever. And yeah. then we'll have that second spot. And it was I that like that half a labby boy. I thought he was all right. Yeah, he's not really done much recently. Nah. He got goals for us. Wasn't there anybody that I would have liked to sign on a permanent deal, but he got, he got goals. He's all right. So important goals, to be honest. He no scored a goal against... Um, what was that? Bonnie Rigg or something in the cup? 
Mm-hmm. We were like, going out and something like ninety second minute, ninety third minute, and save our blushes. Hey. <laughs> what a guy! <laughs> the seventh of April, eighteen ninety four, just like yesterday. What? <laughs> Dundee took on Newcastle on a friendly at Dens and beat them eight <laughs> two. Fucking brilliant, man! Yeah. Wow. Uh, you never had your Saudi money back then. John, you certainly did not. Unlucky. Uh, <laughs> That's brilliant, what? that. Worked by the Carolina Port Boys. Come on. April 8th roll. Kane Hemmings turns 32. Bloody hell. What a player. I didn't expect him to be... It sounds bad saying it, but that old. I thought you were going to say that young. <laughs> I thought he was older than that, actually. Mm. What a player. But also on the 8th April 2015... It was the first Dundee Derby win for Dundee. <laughs> hey! Against United at Dens. Well, the first Schmier. ever one. First one in about 10 years. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Greg Stewart, obviously the goal went under the United Keeper, his name. Uh, oh, Chesniak. Chesniak. Mate, oh, mate I'm fucking, what a game that was. It was just oh, brilliant. A pinpoint goal. Pinpoint shot right through his legs. He probably meant that. He was oh, like, he did. He did. Um, he did. Obviously, Nadia Shifty scored a penalty and done that old blown kisses at Scotland. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like. That worked out for you well, didn't it? Oh, well, certainly um, did not. James McPeak, bullet header, just oh, after one. And then in the second half, Paul Heffernan knocks it in the back of the net, runs past the Shankly stand and gets the Derry shut down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a guy. Mate, what a game that was, man. Honestly, Paul, all the things I thought we were going to get the dairy shut down. Probably concrete that's about 100 years old. A roof that looks like his wife came in. Asbestos. <laughs> I had to be Paul Heffernan. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, superb. <laughs> I mean, I think I watched that McPake header about a hundred times on repeat. Eh? Just bump, had that. Yeah, what a game, man! I've still got a ticket from that somewhere. Don't know why. <laughs> well enough, probably in your wallet. You probably did a pawn it off as a note at one point in a pub. <laughs> you know what? I, I think I've got a ticket in my wallet. I don't know what it is though. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> And last but not least, it's the 9th of April. It was 2003. It was a Scottish Cup quarter-final replay against Falkirk and Dundee won 4-2 after extra time. Caballero, Virtual and Stevie Lovell with a double and Dundee were off to Hamden. Class. Class. As sad as it sounds, it's one of the few times we actually won to go to Hamden. I've never been so happy in my life. No, no. I know, man. What a time to be alive. What a time. Stevie Lovell. And it tits up after that. It certainly did. <laughs> but we won't speak about that. No. Well, that oh, was... Uh, my chair creaking again. <laughs> that's, uh, that's one game that I've got the highlights for that I'm going to be putting up on the de-archive. Uh, brilliant game. Had everything. I think Falkett's goal was an absolute, like, 30 yard of it fantastic thunderbolt of a goal and also it went to extra time but we won it comfortably in the end 
certainly did. <laughs> I'd kind of rub it into Falkirk fans because they're in the bloody Scottish Cup semi-final and all. <laughs> I know, yeah. God, I forgot about that. <laughs> Potentially get to the final as well. Sick. Yeah. So that's that for the archive. There was one thing that I replied back to on Twitter. Um, I'm just actually having to get it up. Uh, that's what she said. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> right, enough of that. Enough. Mm-hmm. Enough, right? This is not going to be an 18 rating podcast. No, no, no. Your childish oh, antics. Yeah. Keep it PG. Yep. Keep it Paul Gray. So I think um, if you donate to the Dundee FC community trust, they've got a GoFundMe on. Mm. I think they're going to use the money to give out free tickets to kids in schools and their family for the last home game of the season versus Cove. Yeah, brilliant, man. Is that correct, Paul? Yeah, yep, yep. That'll be brilliant. Like, just get mm-hmm. as many people in as we can. And like, like I was saying, mate, just... Like you say, you've seen the Burns like run about 20 of them, hey, after a victory and that. And it gets it gets them hooked, man. It gets them involved. And they are obviously the, the, the potentially the future, you know, the fans of the future. You know what I mean? That's it. You've, you've got to entice young fans in, no matter yeah. what. Get them away from their Xboxes and everything. And <laughs> <laughs> All that you, shit. You have got a PlayStation 5? No, I've only got four, man. <laughs> Yeah, so just looking back, um, you can donate it. The Dundee FC Community Trust has got a, a donation page. I think it's on their website, it's on their Twitter. Just give money, whatever you can, if you can, and let's try and get the stadium full for the Cove game. If That's we're it. going to win the league, brilliant. If we're not going to win the league, let's just get, let's get, let's just let people to the game. Get them in. Bums on seats, you know, and then that's it. Bumper crowd. Raise the players, you know what I mean? Just lift them up mm. another wee notch. That's it. And obviously, if I've got any info wrong there, I'm sorry, Dundee FC Community Trust, but you'll probably have to just foot the bill. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is, Danny. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, Paul, it has been fantastic having you here. Thanks, mate. It's always just, a pleasure, honestly. It's not just a five-star rating, it's a seven-star rating for this podcast this week. Oof, absolutely. It's been one of the few that we've actually had nothing negative to say to at all. It's been positive for the first minute, but the very last. Done and dusted. Enjoy it, folks. Doesn't happen often. <laughs> But we'll be back as ever next week to speak about the game against Arbroath at Gayfield. But until then, thanks for listening. Paul, thanks for coming. No worries. And we'll speak to you all next week. Mm-hmm.